welcome to the Executive Brain, focused on the self-actualization of today's executive leaders through science and stories. I'm your host, Grinnell Khan. There are things in life which come with a manual. If you buy a fan or a heater, you'll find a manual with it in the box. This will come with some instructions on how it is operated, how to use it efficiently, how to turn it on, some troubleshooting, how to unpack it and set it up. Gives you some instructions, gives you some knowledge on how to properly use this item. If you buy a car, you get a manual. It tells you so much about the car. Diagrams, figures, drawings, instructions. However, there are certain things in life which come to us without a manual. There's no manual on how to be a best friend, for instance, or how to be a parent, how to be a lover, how to be a wife or husband. And certainly there is no manual on how to be a leader. Interestingly, some of these roles can come to us as a surprise. For example, a parent. Surprise! You're a parent now. <laughs> and others, like quicksand, we happen to all of a sudden find ourselves in it. For example, like being a lover or a best friend. It's like we find ourselves that we're someone else's best friend. How did this happen? How did we all of a sudden uptake a role? A role which is important to all of us, but there's no manual on. And so many others can relate to also being in these roles. Now, what do we do when we don't have a manual? In multifaceted roles such as the ones I listed, how do we go about being good at them? Since this podcast is Executive Brain, I of course want to talk about the last one, leadership how to be a leader. Where's the manual to leadership? Is there one? And if there isn't, how do we proceed? When I find myself caught in this question, I proceed with the fundamentals. So let's take leadership. What are some fundamental characteristics? I brainstorm in my mind and I'll think of certain adjectives. Influence, integrity, trustworthiness, diligence. So I take influence. Why is this important? Why did I choose this? Why did this word come to me? Well, leaders must have some type of influence because they create a vision or an idea and others want to be a part of it. Others want to go along with it. So influence must be important. Let's set that aside. What about integrity? That seems quite important. Let's put that on the table. Trustworthiness. Trustworthiness is important because there must be some kind of trust that others have in you, hence you showing leadership or uptaking that role of being a leader. People want to know, right, that they can trust you, that you're being real, and that you're not going to quit, and that you're not going to quit tomorrow. Diligence. Hmm. This must go with consistency. But there must be something missing here. This is just a brainstorm about some characteristics, some fundamentals of leadership. Let's see, messenger, someone who has a message, 
leaders must have a message otherwise nobody else would know about it so this message must be through words or through actions so I take some kind of rough draft of what this thing may be this role may be in this case a leader a rough draft of being a leader and to validate this rough draft I think about the people in my life who I thought were good leaders and as well as bad leaders I check if the good leaders have any qualities that I'm missing maybe I missed one or I'll see if they are strong in any of the ones I listed and vice versa with the leaders who are not so good from all this I create a fictional image of a person who would make a good leader kind of like a silhouette and I adopt that model for myself it's a rough framework let's say a wireframe a wireframe of a leader and I adopt that wireframe and I put it into practice in my life I mimic and copy and stylize I make my own style of what I saw good leaders were doing and put it into the Grinnell form and I encourage everybody else to do it in your own form then it will come from yourself it will come genuine and I put it into practice out in the world and I find out what feedback the work gives me the world gives me my coworkers and my team and my company give me from this experience from this feedback I get to further etch into what are actually the qualities which are higher priority higher substance and less so or I make better criteria, better characteristics or fundamentals of what leadership is. I want to share a, a quote by Peter Drucker where he defined leadership. He said, leadership is the lifting of a man's vision to higher sights, the raising of a man's performance to a higher standard, the building of a man's personality beyond its normal limitations. It seems to me that the first part, leadership is the lifting of a man's vision to higher sights, goes along with what I said in the beginning with influence. One looks to another and starts looking higher. But why would you do that? Why would someone look to another and then start looking higher if there was no message? That's why I thought message was important. And why would you do that if you didn't trust that person and if that person was not diligent? and did not have integrity. That's the reason why I chose that as well. Let's look at the other parts of the quote. The raising of a man's performance to a higher standard seems like it's reiterating the first part. And the building of a man's personality beyond its normal limitations. Hmm, maybe we can use inspiring. So influence, integrity, trustworthiness, diligence, messenger, and inspiring. Now, of course, this podcast is not intended to give you an entire manual on leadership. It's more to provoke thought. And it's also to help formulate the idea that leadership and management is quite a bit different. I like to stress the idea that leadership can be done by anyone, anywhere. A janitor at a school can be a leader. There could be a child who feels comfortable speaking to the janitor about problems in the home or problems with his learning. A janitor can be a leader, but the janitor is not necessarily a manager. Leaders sometimes show enough leadership or are consistent enough to end up becoming managers. And once people become managers, that role becomes associated with a certain amount of power or influence or hierarchy. Would it be appropriate to present this question? Are all managers great leaders? And are all leaders managers for this leadership sprint 
if we could just walk away with one idea in this discussion, is that leadership does not really have a manual. It's an art, and it can be formulated in certain ways dependent on the environment, on the situation, on the team. Now, just because there's no particular manual on what a leader is, it doesn't mean that there isn't a core fundamental set of what makes great leaders. If you are a manager, now I'll leave you with this. Let's imagine that you have the skill, you have the gift of leadership. What goes after that? What follows? You have the gift, you have the skill, you have the tool of being a leader. What follows? And I'm going to say from that is morale. Now we do know that there have been very powerful and successful leaders in our society in the past that we can safely say were in the most moral or humane. It did not discount that they were very great leaders. But what did they use the tool for? In which way did they direct their leadership? And we have other examples in history where there were amazing gifted leaders and used their leadership skills for positive, for good. Nelson Mandela, Mahatma Gandhi, Malcolm X, Martin Luther King. These were amazing leaders with an amazing influence and used their leadership for positive, for good. We live in a high-strung, high-stress, high-stress, high-strung world where connectivity is digital, where we find ourselves connected to each other in a digital form. And that frequency has a static noise with that human interaction and connection. And our human interactions and connections become distracted with our digital ones. So would it be fair to add to the manual of being a leader to add being present? We'll leave with that question. I hope this leadership sprint is able to give perspective on what is leadership and if there was a manual to it, what would it look like? Thank you for joining this week and stay tuned for the next leadership sprint on the four D's. So I urge you, lead on and let's do it together. Let's work towards this manual of great leadership. Thanks for listening to this episode of Executive Brain. I'm open to hearing from my listeners and always curious to know what topics interest you regarding leadership. Feel free to leave a comment on this podcast and visit Executive Brain on Facebook and Twitter. I also give one-to-one executive coaching, so if you want to learn more about that, send me a note. My contact details are in the description of this episode. Remember, there are leaders all around us, and there is always an opportunity to be a positive leader. Let's strive to constantly serve as an example of great leadership. Be good.